You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Hebrews chapter 11. Now it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and that faith is the evidence of things not seen. It says, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Now the scripture says, through faith we understand that through this substance called faith, that we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That word worlds there is not the earth, but the worlds or what we'll call the, you can see it's in plural, it is the dispensation of the ages, were framed by the word of God or adjusted into their proper position by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made out of things which do appear. It says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained the witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift. And by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, The Bible says, and was not found because God had translated him. Before this translation, he had this testimony of God that he placed or in his work, he satisfied God. He says, but without faith, it is impossible, that's not possible to please him. For he that cometh to God, there are two things that he must believe. There is a condition that must be satisfied in any man that is genuinely coming to God. First of all, he must believe that God is, which means God is ever-present or omnipresent, which means God is, that is, God is never absent, God is in the now, and he is present. And then the second thing is that he must believe That that God that he is, is also a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So there are two things here. Any man that is coming by faith knows it's impossible to please God without faith. And when he comes to God, he comes because he knows that God is. So he's approaching God because he knows that God is. Even if he's surrounded by all kinds of adversity, he knows that God is. And that God is in that situation. Therefore he comes to God in the midst of everything. And understands that God will reward him if he diligently seeks out God in the midst of everything. Now it says by faith Noah being warned of God of things not yet seen. And then by faith Abraham also when he was called to go out to a place. The Bible says that he went out um, where he should after receive the inheritance he obeyed went out not knowing whether he went. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, we ask that you grant all trans this evening, that your word comes in simplicity, accuracy, and with power, establishing the hearts of people in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, we start on the subject of faith, and I'm going to do it in two parts, one today, and the second part tomorrow. Uh, the first part I want to deal with today is actually what this faith really is and how people actually come in contact with this particular substance that is called faith. 
The Bible tells us that by it, that the elders obtained a good report. It tells us that through faith, this is where we come to start understanding what this faith is all about. That through that faith, that the walls were framed or the dispensations were framed by the spoken word of God. Which means the word that God uttered for a particular purpose in a particular season to fulfill something that the Bible says that the dispensation or the age was actually framed by the spoken word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That is, things that we can handle with our hands did not come out of things that actually appear. They came out of invisible stuff. That that stuff is real, that stuff is tangible, but the Bible says that it is not, um, um, you can't see it, which means with your five physical senses, you can't comprehend it. Now, the elders that obtained a good report through faith were able to enter into this realm of the unseen. They were able to interact with this particular substance. They were able to penetrate into the spirit realm and hear things that other people were not hearing. They were able to see things that other people were not seeing. And therefore, they were able to say and testify and make decisions based on the things that they saw and based on the things that they actually heard. And they took those decisions and based on the decisions that they took, through the knowledge of the things that were not seen or things that did not appear, those decisions actually brought about the physical manifestation of certain things that other people could not comprehend. For example, in the days of Noah, which means that in the dispensation or in the age of Noah, the Bible tells us that men were drinking, marrying and all of that, going about their natural things. But that Noah was able to, the Bible says, hear what God had to say for that particular season. In that particular dispensation, in that particular age, God was actually saying something. God was actually doing something. And Noah was able to hear, and Noah was able to see. And based on that, Noah took a decision, and he started building an ark. And the Bible says that after the ark was actually completed, then the physical manifestation of the flood actually happened. Which means it was after Noah finished what he had seen and heard, that God now brought about or gave sense or gave meaning to the decisions that Noah had actually taken. Same thing also, we find out with Lot. That the Bible says that Lot also, after he departed from the land, and he had heard from God, and took that decision, nothing happened in the natural. That is, everybody felt things were going the way they should go, and life was normal, and nothing was actually happening. It was only people who were in the spirit realm, and were interacting with the things of God, that knew what was going on in that particular dispensation. And so they adjusted that dispensation, and put it in its proper place, by the things that they saw and heard, and the decisions that they took, based on that. 
And after Lot left, that is, God did not do anything until Lot completed the act of obedience to the things that he saw in the spirit. And then after that, the physical manifestation or the sense and the reason behind the decision of Lot now became apparent to all. Now, they should tell us that people of faith are people that have penetrated into the spirit realm. They have heard things that God is saying. They have seen things that God is doing. They are taking decisions and doing things based on that, that every other person going about their daily routine under the power of the God of this world, which is the power of that particular age, or the God of this world, of that particular dispensation, who has blinded the minds of people that don't believe and close their minds. They don't see these things. They don't hear these things. They are going about their lives, and then these other people are doing things, saying things, believing things, declaring things, and when those things manifest and the changes occur, then it becomes too late. Now, they should tell us that when we are talking about operating by faith, we are talking about interacting with things that are not seen. That is, as we are speaking today, there are certain things that God is doing right now in this country. There are certain things that the Spirit of God wants done on the earth. There are certain things that He is doing in your environment. There are certain things that are going on. And it's important that if we're going to receive this substance, we've got to understand that God is doing these things, and then we've got to enter into these things, take decisions, speak words, and do things based on what we have seen, and do things based on what we have heard, and it will bring about physical manifestation of certain things in our lives. Now, what I want to go with this faith message today is that it is true and it's correct. This is what I want to go to. That we can actually, we can do this look at our lives and say to ourselves that I have this need, I want this done, and I want this done. And then we can start practicing faith principles of confession. We can start practicing faith principles of thanksgiving. We can start practicing faith principles of worshiping and believing God for our needs. And those things will happen. But God has allowed those things to train us, to teach us, so that we can have the basic tools and the instruments of faith. Which means the basic rudiments of how faith actually operates. How things actually work in life. But when we come to the mature stage of the faith of God, we are talking about the fact that God is actually doing something. If that individual gets involved with what God is doing, it is impossible for that person to be in lack. It is impossible for that person to fall ill. It is impossible for things to go wrong in the life of that particular person. In fact, when we look at the prodigal son, and we'll get into this, what the prodigal son said to himself was that after he had spent all, and we'll see this, that after he had wasted all the substance that he had received from his father's house, which was a type of faith, that substance, spent everything and completed that act, then famine arose in the land, and he was in want and he was in need. And then after some time, he said to himself, how many of my father's hired servants, which means people that are not in vital relationship with my father, who are not sons, but are in the presence of my father, have enough bread and also to spare that I go hungry. Now, this is the root of abundance. This is the root of every form of prosperity that is available on the earth today. Whether a man is a born-again Christian or not does not count. Because the issue here is that all these people that we see, whether they are Abraham, whether it's Noah, whether it's Enoch, 
whether it's Job, whether it's Lot, these men were not born again Christians, and these men operated in faith. The Bible says that by faith they did these things. The Bible tells us that by faith Abel did these things. Abel was the son of Adam. Adam had just sinned at that particular time, but he exercised faith and entered into certain things that God was actually doing on the earth at that particular time. Based on that, they had their needs met and all those things. But the Bible tells us that God haven't provided some better thing for us, which means there are certain things that people of the world, even if they press in with faith, can embrace. I will come into this, but the real stuff has been kept for the church of Jesus Christ if they will appreciate what is actually going on in kingdom business that is not just about church. That is, there is the kingdom of God that is operation on the earth. There are certain things that God is actually doing. For example, one man's mind could have broken into the things of God and found out that there was something that was called the computer in the mind of God that God wanted to actually cause to come to pass on the earth. He brought forth that thing and in the same way Noah built the ark and then the flood came and wiped out a dispensation and then a new dispensation starts. A man births the computer, wipes out the old dispensation which means the old, which means in 1960 something, the way in which they were doing things is completely different from the way they are doing things today. You understand what I'm saying? The birth of the internet was the wiping out of one dispensation and the establishment of another dispensation. Are you following what I'm saying here? Do you understand what I'm saying? So when we say through faith, we understand that the world, we are talking about dispensations. Are you following this? Which is ages. The dispensations were actually created or adjusted into their proper position. Now, such men, by hearing what God wanted done and executing those things, when they executed them, they wiped out one and abundance was actually not an issue. They will have their needs met. And that's what Jesus Christ was saying. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things shall be added unto you. Which means there are two ways of going about it. The first way is that I can look at myself, I'm in need and all of this, and I can go to God and actually table my needs and begin to confess that one. But then I can look at it and tell myself that, listen, what God actually is saying to me is that if I am in this particular position and I have all these needs around me, I must be out of the presence of my father. That hired servants who are not sons of God, that the father has to hire in order to execute his purpose on the earth, because his own sons are lost in the sense that the Bible says people that are lost, the God of this world has blinded their minds which means the people who have a relationship with God, but their minds have been blinded. They don't see, they don't hear. And he was saying, who is as deaf as my messenger and as blind as my servants that have sent? They are seeing nothing, they are hearing nothing, and people who are hired by God when he wants to do things have enough and to spare that the children of God go about in lack. Now, the basic thing is that people don't yet comprehend completely what the message of the kingdom of God is all about and that substance that is actually called faith. Are you following what I'm saying here? Now, I can wake up now and take my issue and just table it before God. But then I can also understand that the Bible makes it clear that the Bible tells us that we should strive and labor to enter into the rest of God, which means that God has ceased from his works. And anybody who has entered into rest has entered into the things that God has prepared from the foundation of this world for that particular individual. It is a responsibility to see those things, to perceive those things, and then start using issues like confession, start using issues like prayer, because when God shows you those things, there will be bigger and mightier than you and impossible to get done as far as the flesh is concerned. 
Are you following me here? In the same way he went to children of Israel and told them, they didn't come up with the issue. He said, I have prepared a place for you. In that same way, also in your own life, God has prepared certain things for you and he has ordained that there are certain things that you will do. Now, those things are there. Those things are very close unto you. They are in the spirit realm all around you. And what we are saying is that we've got to understand how to enter into these things. And the minute we enter into these things, then we can see. The minute we see and we can hear, then we can start putting things in place to actually get the job done and get the actual results in our life. So this thing is beyond just in quote, church activities, it actually has to deal with the kingdom of God. No man can be in the kingdom of God, operating in the things of God as God has ordained, and that person will have any form of lack in their life, or will have any form of sickness. That's why the nation of Israel, that were in the plan and will of God, they were enveloped by the presence of God. The Bible says there was not one feeble one among them, and nobody lacked. You understand it? It wasn't just something personal that they were trying to force out. It were inside the sovereign will of God, and there was a covering there, the cloud was following them there by day, and the pillar was following them by night. Do you understand this? And there was that huge covering all around them, and so they got results at, at just like that, and at the same time, they were protected. So now, let's look at it here, and then we begin to see this. And we see that Noah also picked up on what God was doing, and Abraham also picked up on what God was doing. And the important thing you must know is that God is very close. These issues are not far away. They are very close unto you. God probably has already ministered the seed or given you the opening or done something little in your environment actually to bring you into the fullness of that particular thing. But it takes spiritual education to understand inside your heart that listen, this is what actually I should be doing with my life. Which means I'm opening up myself unto God and then God is bringing me into an understanding of certain things and with that understanding I begin to operate. So it tells us that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed. Now we start getting a picture of that. That is the dispensations were actually framed by the word of God. Some people are receiving the thoughts about the next position of humanity on the earth. And they are processing those thoughts. Now those things are far beyond them. But they believe that those things will come to pass. In the same way one man believed that man one day will fly. And by doing that he made the old he abolished the old, which means man's way of doing things in the past. When the car came into existence, one dispensation went away and another dispensation was established. There was a dispensation where man was communicating like, a, like with town criers. Now today, if you now say that you need a town crier, they will know that there is something wrong with you. Which means that dispensation has been abolished by somebody that said that one day somebody will be able to pick up an instrument here, dial certain numbers and speak to somebody somewhere else and everybody will have said it is impossible and he said listen I know this thing can be done how did he come in contact with that thought how did he come in contact with that idea are you following what I'm saying here how did one man wake up one day and say I am telling you and I'm sure the man will fly and that there was no evidence around on the earth are you following what I'm saying to give him any support and every single person in the world that he spoke to said it will not happen. And he was sure that it will happen. What happened? Are you following what I'm saying here? Now, we talk about faith. 
you know, believe God. And someone said, they didn't encourage me. Listen, Noah was the only person on the earth doing what he was doing. No, no, no. What You need to get this here. Are you following what I'm saying here? And someone said, well, they didn't encourage me. I mean, Noah was the only person building an ark. And somebody said, look, what are you saying? He said, I'm telling you one day. There's going to be a massive flood. Now, how did he arrive at that consciousness? He saw certain things with his eyes. He heard certain things in his ears. And he was certain of what he was doing. And that's the same thing we're saying. And the truth about the matter is that if the church doesn't enter into what we're discussing this evening, then God will have to get hired servants to do it, which are people in the world, which is the source of all prosperity, genuine prosperity that is on the earth today. That is what Jesus was saying when he said the bread of the kingdom is for children and the Syrophoenician widow came and stretched her faith. And she said, listen, we can partake, which means that there are people who might not be in a covenant relationship with God as we are saying it. Now, they have a form of covenant relation that God is their creator, whether, whether they are born again or not, God is their creator. And they stretch out believing and break into the mind of God and see something of what God wants done and they are sure that it will happen and because that thing came out of the mind of the creator into the heart of a man the divine resources is there heaven is behind the fulfillment of that particular idea when they make confessions all the angels of heaven respond to that particular thing and it comes to pass on the earth are you following what I'm saying now this is completely different from now you can apply it that way me just waking up in the morning and saying to myself that, well, I saw a car drive past. Now, I can do that. And I can say, well, I want that car. Alright? And then I start confessing. Now it can work. But what you've got to understand is that God has allowed us to do that in his basic rudimental forms that we might now be able to step into the real deal which is coming to perceive these things. Are you following what I'm saying here? And once we perceive these things and start flowing with God. Let me give an example here. This is something that Ken Kuplan was saying. That he... He had been preaching, and he had been preaching not more than 50 people around places where you go and preach. Maximum he had in his meetings were 50 people. Now, I will, I will start saying this so we get into this. And he could have been praying. God sent more people. So one day, now I will show you this, that God is, when the Bible says, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Listen, God fills the very environment that you are in. Are you following what I'm saying here? God is closer to you than you can imagine. You know when the servant said to, to Elisha, there are more that God, Elisha said, open his eyes, and he saw that in the spirit realm, the angels that were there physically, immediately he saw doubt was erased. Are you seeing what I'm saying there? Let, let me just show you something. Go to Acts. Now, remember when we say we are lost, it's not that God doesn't know where we are. Are you following what I'm saying here? The Bible says all things lie naked and open to the eyes of whom we have to do. God knows where we are. When the Bible says a man is lost, it's the man that doesn't know where he is. It's the man that doesn't know what is going on in his life. Now, just follow me here. You'll see what I'm saying. And there are many people that say they are born again and all of that, but they don't know what's going on in their environment. Don't know where they are. They are confused as to things that are going on. They don't understand. 
things are happening which we are and they're just being tossed and, and they're confused. Alright? And let's get this out of religion here. We're not talking about church. We're not talking about position in church. We're not talking about politics in church. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the kingdom of God. A person can pass through a church and be completely lost. Are you following? That's why I don't, I don't touch it. I have no business with it. Nebuchadnezzar said, let me tell you about. You know, the book of Daniel 4 was written by Nebuchadnezzar, not Daniel. He said, let me tell you the mighty things that God has done. He said, I discovered that God reigns in the affairs of men. And he talked about what God did. This is Nebuchadnezzar. Are you following what I'm saying here? Now, let me show you this. So that you might know that it's not just it's when you got born again that the Holy Ghost came near you. Let me show you this. Acts 17, 22. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars hills and said, You men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship him, declare I unto you. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and of the earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing that he giveth life to all and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and had determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. Do you understand this? Whosoever cometh unto God must believe that he is, which means he must believe this, that God is not far from every one of us, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently. So he says, if you will seek the Lord, that you might feel after him and find him. For in him we live and move and have our beings. I was writing not to Christians. So, As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also of his offspring. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone or graven out and all that. And the times of this ignorance God has winked at or overlooked, but now he has commanded that all men should actually repent. So here he's saying that God is very close to every single one of us. If we are going to feel after him and seek him, that we might actually find him. And the minute we find him, then we'll understand certain things. So God says he is very close. Whoever is coming to God must understand this, that God is not up there in heaven, neither is God beneath. What saith it? That the word is nigh thee, which means God is very close unto you. He is not residing in heaven waiting for you to come up. God has saturated your entire environment and he wants you to penetrate that particular environment and actually find him in that particular place. Because he that dwells in that place is dwelling in the secret place of the Most High on the earth. That secret place is not in heaven. That's why he says that the arrows that fly by day, they are not in heaven, shall not touch him, nor the terror that fly by night. 
that a man who is dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, a thousand shall fall on his left, ten thousand on his right, and it shall not come near him, which means he's on the earth. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.